Good evening, good evening. I just want us to soak in the presence of God together from your end and me on my end. That we come together, spirit to spirit, heart to heart, to come together to say thank you, God, for everything. Thank you, God, for being who you are. Thank you, God, for always being with us. Thank you, God, for being good. Thank you, God, for the satisfaction of your glory upon our lives. Thank you, God, for your manifestations. Thank you, God, for your peace. Thank you, God, for the visions. Thank you, God, for the purpose. Thank you, God, for fulfillment. Thank you, Lord. We are indeed happy. We are indeed satisfied. We are indeed Father, we love you so much. Father, here's our worship. Here's our praise. You can have all of us, Father. We don't want any of ourselves. Not our own thoughts, not our own words, not our own feelings, not our own emotions. Here we are, bare unto you because you are so good. We thank you so much. Give you all the glory. Giving you all the praise. We're not focusing on any distractions. We're not focusing on any wrong, anything happening around us. Any obstacle, any storm, any trial, any tribulation, anything that's contrary to who you are. That's our main focus. It's you. So here we are on one accord synchronized with your finished work knowing when Christ got up so did we hallelujah your words convince us every step of the way to exercise our faith and to come up higher in our belief and our trusting in you hallelujah even when doubt is present our answer is hallelujah when people do things, spiteful things, negative motives to those you look up to, I pray right now that you don't look at them to be no less significant than who they really are as to how God sees them. But pray for them that they turn for those wicked ways because it shows in your walk if you are walking how you're supposed to be walking with God there is many say this and do another I know it been times when I've been with other people and fellowship and I begin to see things that God wouldn't do and begin to hear things that they know God wouldn't say but I had to stir myself up not to consider them to be less significant than how God sees them because we are the apple of his eye so I don't talk about you I don't feel down upon I don't look down upon you or feel a certain kind of way about you what I do is go straight to God on your behalf by going to him on my behalf to be better just for you I don't look at your faults 
I don't look at your wrongdoings. I go to God and ask God on your behalf, what can I do? Make me better for them. Here's my voice, God. Give me words to say to reach them. Not to condemn them. Not to look down upon them. Not to do anything to destroy them. But to reach out a hand to help a brother or sister. Who is in desperate need of wisdom. A lot of times. We follow behind people. Because it seemed like the right thing to do. When you have a relationship with God. You have comforter. The comforter of all comfort reside on the inside of you. Shall you not know it? So why not? Why not seek Holy Spirit on what you should do? And most of the time, Holy Spirit meets you before you even ask to let you know what to do and what not to do. I felt God's presence so heavy on me last night that it made me so nervous to be around God's presence because I never felt that level, that amount of weight before. I had to keep stirring myself in His presence saying, no, don't become sudden afraid. Don't be nervous. Just sit there and enjoy and see what your father going to do when he come here to release into your life. See it through. And I was like, God, you up to something. Because you let me know where your presence is. See, I can feel I live in you. I dwell in your presence. But you let me know exactly where you were in my bedroom. You're making your presence more evident. And tonight you want to tell me or show me something. But I'll be patient and let you do it how you want to do it. And he just kept allowing my spirit to feel he's here like never before. Something special is taking place in my life. And he's right here about to release whatever it is. And I begin to keep looking at God. And I'm study worshiping, study praying and reading. And God just kept walking back and forth, pacing back and forth around me and as I begin to continue to pray because I didn't want to stop praying I wanted God to see that I'm still praying and all I can do is feel his presence stand right behind me you know how you feel that feeling when someone's standing over you and I felt that right behind my ear right on back of my neck I'm like God dang <laughs> I'm like jeez God God dang you are on me so close right now but you're not saying anything you're just standing right here right it's like your face in my ear but you're not saying anything so I was like I'll wait until whatever you want to say and do happen and he didn't say a word he just kept pacing back and forth and then I, all of a sudden, it happened since last night. And here I am to another day, today. 
and I took an early nap. It's like sudden sleep fell upon me. Like I had to go to sleep. And sometimes through my with my anointing, God will have me to fall into a sleep quick suddenly just to release something into my spirit. And it's very heavy that I have to be still. Everything has to be shut down, meaning I'm not able to think or feel anything but receive. So sometimes he makes he put heaviness upon me of sleep and I just and I just experience hope you understand what I'm saying. I'm trying to get everything out at once. Hallelujah. And, and when I took a nap today, and it was so quick, I said, God, I can feel you're drawing me to take a nap because you want my spirit to be still so you can release. You want my mind to be still. You want my emotions to be still. You want me to, you just want to release. Then all of a sudden, I walked to the throne of God, walking up to God. And all he do is put his hand over my forehead and I begin to fall back but as I fell back my past left me and God was saying it's finished it's finished the doors that were closed are now open ways are made straight the path is already set before you now walk into this high and this new realm of my glory as a plan in your life I saw every I saw my entire testimony of my past where God had just delivered me from just leave right before my very eyes and God says nothing but my confirmation I came to release my confirmation upon your life Expect to see suddenlies. Expect to see change. You are indeed blessed to be a blessing. You are deeper on the inside of me. Where you are, you have never been. Where you see and you have never saw. And how you feel, you have never felt. This what happens when you say yes and which bring me to the point we can say yes with our mouth all day long every day every night we can say yes in songs we can say yes in hymns we can say yes doing worship and praise saying yes doing prayer saying yes doing fasting saying yes doing teachings saying yes doing learning but what does your heart say your mouth say this, but your heart is saying that. But God is trying to get you to guard your heart by renewing your mind. Keeping your mind on the Lord, trusting in God with all of your heart and leaning not to no part of your own understanding. How does that look in the eyes of God that a lot of us tap out? We get weary and tap out, frustrated and tap out, disappointed and tapped out, having tantrums and then tapped out. Something not going your way, you tap out. But then when you need God for something, you want to tune in. That's not fair to the one who so loved us. 
and his death is not fair to the son who gave his life for us. We are free. And who the son sets free is free indeed. So why are you walking in poverty? Why are you speaking words that God didn't design you to say? Feeling ways that God did not put in your heart to feel concerning anything or anyone. How hungry are you for a relationship with your almighty God that you get yourself out the way and let it be all of him and none of you? I said, God, I know why you're calling me. I know why you're pursuing me. You just won't give up on me. You just won't let me go. Because you know, once I'm sold out, I'm sold out. There is no going back. There is no in-between. It's you and only you. If I'm struggling in my thought life, Father, here's my thought life. If I'm struggling with trying to believe, Father, here's my unbelief. Help me. Show me. Teach me. This world can't get me what only you can give me. So I got to take the time and make time for you. Spending so much time trying to catch TV shows. Going to this place, going to that natural place, that fleshly fulfilling place, that materialistic place. What about God's dwelling place? I love how David said, I was glad when they said unto me. Let us go into the house of the Lord. We are the church. God dwells in us. So if we check ourselves and evaluate ourselves on a daily basis, our mind will stay renewed. Oh, Father, I felt your presence again like last night. Jesus, God always do that. You can just be talking somewhere and bam, his presence just bam. (laughs) Jesus, you like doing that. You do that to me all the time. And you surprise me every time. Jesus, I love you so much, God. I thank you for everything you're doing in and through my life. I'm so honored. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful. Excuse me, I done hit the music off. I'm sorry, my (laughs) man. It's so much going on on my end right now. And I release God in your life as I receive God from your life. Hallelujah, it's a give and take. I learn from you every day. We are connected spirit to spirit. And I had a conversation with God. And I said, God, so many people are focusing on soul ties. But people don't really understand the deepness, which you mean to the root of of a soul being tied. A lot of times people run away from other people 
because they're afraid that someone's going to come upon them or some evil spirit will come upon them or you're going to try to rob them for what's good on the inside of them. But you have authority and you have power. So what are you talking about? You mean to tell me there's a devil that's higher than the devil who can come and take from you who you don't open up to allow him to receive from you? What do you mean? You only have what you allowed to have in your life. Can't nobody tie no soul with you that you're not trying to connect to? What do you mean? You gave that more power than the power that's on the inside of you. People say all the time, don't go around leeches. What is a leech to you? A person who wants what's on the inside of you? So you mean to tell me you don't want to share? Because they can't take from you that you can't overflow in. That's why you're overflowing to pour out. Do you know what you're pouring out into? Or who you're pouring out into? Those who need. Those who are in need. It's better to give than receive. But you don't want to give the God in you to release him in someone else's life who is in need? Because you feel as though they're going to take all that you have and you're not going to have when you're overflowing? Check your motives. Let me tell you about my walk. And I had a conversation with God because I'm in the Kingdom University and I've been in Kingdom University my entire life. That's my college. Heaven. Heaven's teachings. Because heaven taught me how to be who I am in the earth to face any earthly reality from the time I said hello to the time I say hello. From earth to heaven. Now heaven to earth for the glory's sake. Heaven taught me everything. God's kingdom. What to do. How to do it. What not to do. Even though sometimes I have made mistakes. But I thank God for repentance and forgiveness. Every single time. Every step of the way. God said to me. You don't have the life. I didn't create you to have the life to go to earthly school. And I mean college. To get taught. And it's okay because I do have some children who's in the earth being taught how to be and walk successfully in their anointing. But you, I did not call you to do that. And do not allow anyone to put that on you that I did not place within you. I did not call you to have any materialistic thing first. Because you did not seek me for materialistic things first. You seek me and only me first. So you was listening. You was watching. Paying attention. On how to stand. On how to listen. On how to receive. On how to release. Who I am. Who I really am. And not what they're taught about me. You heard from the horse's mouth on what to do, how to do. You took the time to spend with me. 
Many people do have businesses. Many people do have increased financially. But you have me. And if you have me first, what more do you, else do you think comes along with me? Because people would try to confuse you. They would try to tell you what you should have. You should go to college. You should do this. Well, God didn't put that in my heart to do. Many of us doing things that God didn't even say do. Because you feel as though it's right to do. But you have a relationship with the one who tells you. Shows you. Hallelujah. And can you believe some people look at my life and say, how dare I went to college for six, seven years. And she went to not near college and so successful in her teaching. I saved up all this money, all this time. I got a business. I got this flourishing. I got all this increase going on materialistically. And here comes Q. And God just showing up and showing out. Overflowing in her life that she don't even need money in her bank account or in her pocket. And God still opening up the doors that I gotta use money to get open for me. What does that say? That you're trying to do your own thing. Self glorification is no glorification. Just because it sounds good doesn't mean that's what God wants for you. Doesn't mean that's what he has for you to do. And I began to listen to people teach me and I realized, I said, Father, it seemed as if I should be teaching them. Because they're lacking one important thing. And Father say, what is it? I said, you. They're lacking love. I'm not moved by theology. Love recognizes love. Truth recognizes truth. Religion recognizes religion. Stability recognizes instability. Faith recognizes no faith. Healing recognizes sickness. And abundance recognizes poverty. I know one time I got to say y'all I played one of my, my recordings back and I heard the phone in the background and it scared the crap out of me so I pray to God it don't be catching you all surprised like that my God you could be just laying back listening and bam ding 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 and you're like what you know I pray to God Jesus Jesus we all have to start out somewhere my God Thank you so much for your, your patience and your love, your love towards me. And I thank you so much for your prayers. But it's just that God just, he's moving so much in our lives. God has shown me this huge diamond right now. And I can see all the angles in this diamond, the brightness of this diamond. And God is just saying, the glory upon your life can't even, this diamond can't even compare. Can't even compare. 
to where he's trying, no, not trying, to where he's taking us. And a lot of us, he is. But a lot of times we don't allow him to. God wants to bless us so much. And some of us just not open to receive the blessing. What does that look like to pray to God and give God your life and have a relationship with God and want things that don't belong to you? Say things that you shouldn't even say and do things you know you shouldn't do. How about we just totally surrender? Totally surrender. I love you all so much. I thank you for your time. <laughs> I'm laughing because God presence just right on the back of my neck. <laughs> he has so much to say and so much to do. But when I fell into that sleep in that during that nap, how he just laid his hands on my head and I fell back into the clouds. And I see my past right before my eyes get brushed away. New slate, fresh start, new beginning. And I was like, wow, God. And God said, for, don't even think for a second to speak about anything about your past. Because old things have passed away. Now everything has became new. New everything, Quenisha. Everything is new unto you, Quenisha. And the enemy can't do nothing but watch. I don't know your testimony, but I know that you have the same enemy that I have. Who's trying to do the same things to you that he's trying to do to me. Yes, Father. It's amazing how God used me to talk to you and still talking to me at the same time. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I'm sitting here putting you on pause to listen. My God. I can imagine what, it's, what it sounds like when you're in. Because it's never a dull moment in God's presence. <laughs> I never get my sister. When we was growing up and I just... She always say, when she wants something, something good to happen, she'd be like, won't you ask God for me? I'd be like, you can ask God yourself. He listened to you. I said, I'm no different than you. No, he listened to you. I said, he listened to both of us. You're just not saying nothing. You keep using me to say stuff. Go to him yourself. She said, but you're just so different. I love my sister, God. I love my sister to death. I thank God for her for them, them nights when I was frightened when we were kids. I'd sneak in her bed. I'd be like, Jesus, let me sleep in your bed. <laughs> because you keep watching these scary movies. We only got one TV in the room. And you keep watching scary stuff. You're the oldest, so it's what you say. I couldn't take it anymore. Watching Michael Myers and Freddy and Jason. I can't. I don't want to watch that. And they're going to tell me goodnight. I'm going to have a good night after that. You tripping. And then she wake up and see me in her bed. You dare go right up in your bed. And she be like, get out. I'm like, I ain't going nowhere. We're going to be fighting tonight. Because I'm not getting out your bed. 
And then she heard me say this, she'd be laughing. But I love her so much. She just always knew. She was like, it's just something special about you. Look how you talk to God. Look how you walk. Because God is my everything. And it's not just for me. I make God my everything. My best friend. My everything. My father. Healer, provider, everything. And it been times that God, it seemed to me he was taking too long for things. And I was like, God, hurry up. <laughs> but I thank God I, I don't have to say those things the way I said it in the past. Hallelujah. Because I have grown. His time is not my time. So I already know the praise because it shall be. Hallelujah. I don't have to see something to praise. I already know it's guaranteed. Therefore, here's my praise. And even more. Hallelujah. I'm so in love with God. And God is keep releasing our friendship, our relationship into the world. Because that was never my desire. I was share God. I don't mind releasing God's word. I, that's my desire. But my, my intentions were, if I was in me and his personal relationship, I wanted to keep that to us because I didn't want no one to, how they was going to take seeing a person I don't know. Y'all get what I'm saying. Hallelujah. Because I had times when I was, <laughs> I was at work. And just listen, y'all. I love you so much. And I was at work. I was at work. And I just seen the, the, the sun was just beaming on me so brightly in the window. And I just felt like it's God just shining on me. And I just looked and I smiled. And I could see my co-workers staring at me. And I was working with young children at the time, so they was taking that. And next thing you know, I just started, I was smiling. She looking like, okay, okay, there's nothing wrong with smiling. But then when I began to start talking, she said, Q, Q, hold on, wait a second. Wait a second. Who you talking to, man? I mean, that's all right. You smiling. Okay, I'm okay with the smiling. Now you talking. Who you talking to? And I didn't feel like I was, you know, hesitant to even tell her. I was just like, I'm talking to Jesus. And she looked at me and said, oh, for real? I didn't expect, I, suspect, I thought she was going to laugh at me. Because they play too much on the job. But she was like, oh, for real? And she ran and sat beside me and said, Jesus, I mean, tell him, tell him this, tell him that, tell him this. I said, you can save yourself. She said, what are you going to, he going to listen to me? Yes. He did all this for you to say this. And I was just so amazed. I mean, it'd be times when people say disrespectful things and God would say, don't you say a word because we don't operate in offense. And I go home so pissed off. I go home like, oh, why did I speak up for myself? Why did I say this? Why did I say that? And then they think I'm a sucker. Now they're going to take advantage of me. God said, because you don't operate in offense. That's why you said nothing. Keep saying nothing. And it's going to put their hatred to shame. Because they're going to wonder, why are, why am I keep mistreating and disrespecting a woman who keeps showing me love and kindness? Hallelujah. Father, your presence keeps filling on the back of my neck. Do you want to say something? <laughs> uh, seriously, Father. I don't know what you're doing, but you go ahead. Hallelujah. I don't mind you doing anything, Father. Love you so much. And it just, I just had a lot of times when, even when I was walking down the street and I talked to God and 
I, I like I'm on my phone, pull the phone out the whole time. I'm not even phone with nobody, talking to God. And I started doing that because my mom got a phone call. <laughs> and she said, someone came to me and said, they see you talking to yourself, walking down the street. They want to make sure you was okay. But I said to myself, they didn't say anything to me to make sure I was okay. They went and told you. But anything, I was talking to God. So she said, just be mindful. It's okay. You talk to God. But in other words, she was saying, don't be out there looking all crazy. <laughs> That's what she was trying to say in a nice way. So I put out the phone and started talking. I said, you know what? Forget this phone. Man, I ain't got time for this. We all should be out here like this. What you mean? I'm not going to settle for nobody. You need to be talking to God too. You need him. What you mean? No way. I'm not going to stop talking to my father, our father, which are in heaven. How will be thy name? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in the kingdom? No way. And I was like, God, use me to bless so many people's lives. And I'll never get the encounter. This was like about seven, eight years ago. And I was on a playground with the kids on my job. It was, uh, you know, recess time. And they was having girl talk. And I always exclude myself from that kind of behavior. Because it was lustful conversations. And then all of a sudden, they begin to talk about, you know, intimacy, sexual intimacy. And so they always call me Virgin Mary, you know, Sister Mary, you know, tell me I got web cops and all this bull crap. And the thing is, I'm like, I don't care. I'd rather have web cops than what you have, you know, stuff like that. But I wouldn't say that. Of course I wouldn't say it. I just laugh it off. But it didn't bother me. Because the reason why you're saying it is because I'm giving God the glory. So it didn't bother me at all. I was excited that you said that. I'd rather be known for a person saving herself than a person who gives herself away just like that, you know. So we had a, they had a conversation and they, she, they pointed to me and she was like, oh, you don't, you don't have sex? You don't do nothing? And I was like, oh, nah. She was like, you don't have no toys or nothing? I was like, nah. They said, nah, that's Virgin Mary over there. She knows God is her man. And you know, stuff like that. And they, they, she was like, so you don't watch no, no dirty movies, no nothing? I was like, no, I don't. She was like, for real? And I was like, yes, for real. And I didn't expect her reaction. She got teary-eyed and she sat close to me. And she was like, how do you do it? Like, how do you do it? Please tell me, like right now. I said, I just pray. She expected me to give her this fancy answer. I was like, I just pray. She said, that's it. Just praying, for real. I said, yes. I said, if I get an urge or something like that, I just go to God about it. I mean, I might take a cold shower, but you know. I just go to God and he just comfort me and I don't even feel like that no more. And she was like, what? And she got the teary out and she got paused for like five minutes. I just looked at her for five minutes. And she was like, wow. Like, I'm so amazed by this conversation. God bless you. God bless you. When God become our everything, he is our everything. I honor God that much to not do nothing that I know that he sees and can't hide from him than to try to hide something from you. And I pray that we stop feeling comfortable with trying to look right around people but knowing we don't act right behind closed doors. My anointing shows me what is and what's not everywhere I go. And I didn't like that. Now I understand the anointing because God is teaching me and I thank him for it. But growing up, 
with this anointing, being born with this anointing, I didn't understand it and I did not like it at all. Because I was able to see things, deep things, hidden things. It was always exposed unto me. I could go in the room and see all of that that hardly nobody else see. And sometimes it frustrated me because I, was, I used to ask people, you see that? No, I don't. Look again. I don't, Q. But then they see it after it happened. And I had a lot of times people say, you were right, you were right. I'm not out here to be right. And I'm not out here to say you're wrong. The gifting is what it is. I used to hate going to sleep at night. Because every time I go to sleep, God would not just show me angelic visitations. He'll also show me demonic realms. And demonic visitations. And I couldn't stand having encounters with Satan in the pit. I hated going to the pit. I hated it. To the point I try to find and look up pills and stay awoke. I, or drink before I go to bed. I couldn't stand it. Because I didn't understand it. Seeing Satan is a different disguise every time. But knowing it's him in the room. Sounding evil, looking evil, evil upon all evil, and seeing his demons with him. And I'll never forget God took me there over and over and over again. And God showed me how everything good has been stripped from Satan. I said, God, he in the kitchen cooking. He had a pot on a stove staring out bugs, worms, and rodents. And he was so angry about what he had to eat for the rest of his life. His clothes were dingy, moth-eating, dirty, stinky, disgusting. And he had to wear that for the rest of his life, forever. And as a little girl, I used to look at Satan and say, why did you do that? How can you do that? You were created by God. You are in the kingdom as an archangel. How can you think to do what you've done? And then I begin to go to God and I say, God, I'm so sorry for what he done. You don't deserve what takes place because you created. How dare us not to want to be with you when you created us? How dare us to be hesitant? How dare us not to believe? How dare us? How can we be afraid when you are our God? How can we worry about an earthly bill when we're from the kingdom of heaven? How can we walk around saying we don't have when God is all we need? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's just say. I know what it's like to be hesitant. I know what it's like to think worldly things are fun to do. 
because we've been taught that a life with God is filled with so many restrictions but it's not it's not he watching his children a lot of them suffer not even knowing that they see it and then many children give God their life and then God take them up higher they get a little bit of power a little bit of fame and abuse it how about we go all the way the right way God's way now that's what you call a sound that's what you call a sound I have men who always say, oh, you're so beautiful. I pray to God, you're my wife. You don't even know what you want because it's not me who you want. It's the God in me. Hallelujah. We just out here seeking things that don't even belong to us. That's what happens when you tell somebody you're praying. And they still think that they can call. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I'm going to tell the whole world, it's my mother. <laughs> I'm so apologetic. Because every time I record, I'm always getting phone everything. Jesus, thank you for bearing with me. But I just thank God because people just be a, they think they're attracted to you, but they're actually attracted to the God in you. Hallelujah. Let's continue to pray for one another. Love one another. Lift up one another. I don't know about you, but I'm going all the way with this. I'm going all the way. Hallelujah. God has shown me this beautiful dress. And, and honestly, a lot of people say, those clothes you wear are so cute. God picks out my outfits. I just need to put it out there, ladies. God dresses me. <laughs> he even give me hairstyles and everything. <laughs> I let him be my personal dresser <laughs> because God got style. He's talented. Yes, very talented. So I let God pick out everything. Even my smell goods, everything, my makeup, everything, my shoes. One time God, I said, God, I must have picked those out because I'll be dead going my way them again. I'm trying to tell you. I don't wear heels in so long. I said, Lord, if I don't take these shoes off, like right now, I'm walking outside without no shoes. I'm trying, I don't care, concrete and all. I don't care. I haven't worn heels in a long time. I used to wear heels like every day. But I took enough of your time. I, I done testified a lot. I done took it way far. But I thank you guys for listening. My God. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't even know who listening. But I know one thing. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.
And I just thank God because it's like now that God's presence and his glory is so heavy upon my life, people just come out of nowhere and for some reason they just give me their whole life. And I mean from the time they was in their mother's womb type of testimony all the way up to, oh my God. I'd be like, oh wow, you did that at three and you were at 60 something? Oh, okay. And bringing me all the way up throughout all the years. And God said, just listen, just listen. And they feel so happy just talking about their entire life story. And God said, just listen just listen oh thank you very much I appreciate it just listen and I just thank God for your time I feel like I want to talk to you all night I just feel like I want to talk to you guys all night <laughs> a lot of you are like I ain't listening to all that hey, I came here to pray I, can't get... <laughs> I didn't come here I ain't come here all this cute about this and that wear clothes God do it <laughs> I love you guys so much. I thank God for you so much. And thank you for listening. Don't ever tune out when I'm talking. Please just listen. Hallelujah. I love you so much. And remember, greater is he who is in us than he was in the world. God is going to give you the joy that you're desiring. Open up for it right now. And how you open up for it? By letting everything go that's robbing you from the joy. Hallelujah. I love you.